The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. Something strange is happening in America, though it's hard to say what's strange and what is now the new normal. Over the past year, we've seen our food processing plants destroyed. There have been alleged outbreaks of avian flu, supposedly requiring the killing of tens of thousands of chickens and turkeys. Massive amounts of farmland have been purchased by foreign investors. And then last June, thousands of heads of cattle were found suddenly dead in Kansas overnight. Authorities claimed it was due to an intense heat wave. Things became even more strange in February. The mainstream media devoted unprecedented amounts of time to speculate over UFOs and an alien invasion. But this was just more fake news designed to condition the masses into accepting the idea that an alien invasion was perhaps imminent. This came after a UFO was sighted over Montana. The same day, an explosion was heard in the skies over Montana. That explosion was reported by hundreds on social media, then debunked by the mainstream media, and then never heard from again. On February 4, the alleged Chinese spy balloon was shot down off the coast of South Carolina after surveilling the entire United States. On February 10, an unknown object was shot down over Dead Horse, Alaska, another shot down in the Yukon the next day, and then another over Lake Huron the following day. As I said, the mainstream media devoted an enormous amount of airtime to these so-called UFOs. And like I always say, whenever the media spends this much time and energy to direct your attention to something, you need to look at what the latest news story is really covering up, or what the powers that be are about to unleash. So are we about to be thrown into another worldwide panic, this time over space aliens? If you're interested, you can look up Project Bluebeam, something the United Nations, NASA, and other government agencies have been working on since 1983. It involves large-scale hologram images projected into the sky along with sounds and special effects. This technology has advanced greatly now that most everyone has a cell phone or other mobile device with microchips embedded inside them. The holographic images would be used to create signs and wonders in the sky, simulating anything from extraterrestrial aliens to a fake return of Christ. It's said the goal of Project Bluebeam is to bring massive civil unrest and panic, allowing the New World Order to come to power as people become desperate for any sort of leadership. Make what you want of Project Bluebeam, but at this point nothing is off the table for the globalists bent on absolute world domination. The Luciferians, now in control of world politics and policies, seem to always tell us what they plan to do before they do it. They told us of their global depopulation agenda. They told us of their greatest election fraud system in the history of America. They told us how we definitely would have to deal with a worldwide pandemic. They even told us how the jabs would help lower the Earth's human population. Just last year, Netflix released a movie called White Noise, which was filmed in multiple locations in Ohio. The movie portrayed a disaster in which a train carrying toxic chemicals derailed and exploded, causing an airborne toxic event. Also last year, our old friend Bill Gates purchased a majority of shares in a company called Echolab, which is a water treatment, infection prevention, and mitigation company. Then on February 3rd, it happened. A freight train operated by Norfolk Southern Railroad derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. 
50 train cars loaded with hazardous chemicals went off the tracks. The chemicals included vinyl chloride, isobutylene, ethylhexylacrylate, and benzene, among others. Vinyl chloride is associated with lymphoma, leukemia, and cancers of the brain and lungs. Interestingly and conveniently, just last month, the Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry released an updated toxicological profile for vinyl chloride. Previously, they stated that exposure of more than 30,000 parts per million was extremely toxic and deadly. Last month, they changed that to exposure of 150,000 parts per million. The agency also completely removed a section titled, How Can Vinyl Chloride Affect Children? It looks like more deception to me, just weeks before they set off a vinyl chloride bomb. And when vinyl chloride is burned, it creates an enormous amount of dioxin. According to the World Health Organization, dioxins are known to be persistent environmental pollutants. The WHO also states that dioxins are highly toxic and can cause reproductive and developmental problems, damage to the immune system, cause liver disease, interfere with hormones, and cause multiple types of cancer. Once they enter the body, dioxins remain there for 11 years. Witnesses reported seeing sparks flying out from under the train 20 miles before the derailment. How could this have gone undetected and unreported? So the train derailed with all these hazardous chemicals aboard. People within two miles of the incident were evacuated. And then, in order to avoid a possible explosion, Norfolk Southern officials decided to do a controlled demolition. In other words, they detonated the chemicals on purpose. Visuals from the area look like a nuclear bomb exploded right in the middle of some of the best farmland in the country. A retired firefighter and hazmat specialist stated that the train car should have been kept cold with water or foam from fire hoses and then the contents drained into safe containers. Instead, to avoid an explosion, they detonated an explosion. Within a couple of days, officials told residents it was safe to return, that the water safe to drink, and that the land would not be affected. But what about the 4,000 fish that were found dead, along with frogs, chickens, dogs, cats, and other household pets, and wildlife up to 100 miles away? The chemicals are seeping into the Ohio River, which supplies 10% of the country's drinking water, affecting 30 million people. One researcher posted a video of a creek in the area where the water was noticeably tainted with a rainbow-colored something. And when he scraped the creek bed with a stick, clouds of toxic chemicals rose out of the ground and floated in the water. Other videos show cars with their paint burnt off and the exposed plastic parts of the cars melted 70 miles away. Norfolk Southern Railroad, owned primarily by Vanguard and BlackRock, has offered a total of $25,000 to the residents of East Palestine, which comes out to $5 per person. Now, residents would be entitled to this $5 compensation if they sign a waiver releasing the railroad from any future lawsuits. Now, this is said to be the worst environmental disaster in U.S. history, but environmentalists are nowhere to be found. Where is the Green New Deal squad? Where was Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg? On yet another vacation, of course. He showed up two weeks later. And instead of Biden visiting the site, he chose instead to go to Ukraine. I assume he needed to check the status of his bank accounts there. 
This is extremely serious, folks. This is the equivalent of a dirty bomb being deliberately set off, and the repercussions could last decades or even centuries. You might want to look into the story of Times Beach, Missouri. Times Beach was a summer resort town with about 2,000 permanent residents. It was rural, so it still had dirt roads, which would cause dust clouds when it got dry outside. But in 1985, Times Beach ceased to be a town anymore at all. The citizens there voted to disband the township, and the mayor ordered everyone to evacuate immediately and never to return. Like other small country towns with dirt roads, Times Beach would periodically spray the gravel with liquid to keep the dust at bay. But in 1985, instead of an organic mix of water and beet juice, they sprayed the roads with dioxin. When this happened, the area became uninhabitable. That town is still dead to this day. Signs on the roads leading to the town caution travelers that it's a hazardous waste site with dioxin contamination and to keep out. Prior to a massive cleanup operation, a former town official walked through the area. He found everyone had left everything behind. Homes were still as people had left them, tables still set for dinner, food still in the cupboards and refrigerators, Christmas trees and decorations still up, but now Times Beach was a ghost town. Those homes and everything in them were demolished and buried. Officials removed 265,000 tons of dioxin-laden soil. And that town is still dead. What happened in Times Beach was accidental, a horrific mistake on someone's part. But what happened in East Palestine was done on purpose, and those who did it had to know what the outcome would be. They weren't just burning off gasoline or even jet fuel. They purposely detonated a gigantic bomb containing some of the deadliest chemicals known to man. Then on Valentine's Day, there was a hazardous truck spill of nitric acid in Tucson, Arizona. Officials evacuated the area. Two days later, firefighters in Kissimmee, Florida, were fighting a massive five-acre blaze at Nursery Supplies Incorporated, a company that manufactures plastic flower pots. This is also releasing enormous amounts of hazardous chemicals into the air, ground, and water in the surrounding area. Arson teams are investigating that one. On February 20th, two people were pronounced dead at the scene and others critically injured when an explosion occurred at a welding plant near Miami. On that same day, another fiery explosion took place at a manufacturing facility in Oakwood, Ohio. And back on January 31st, a propane plant exploded in Pennsylvania. The EPA has finally come in and demanded that Norfolk Southern clean up the site in East Palestine, but this is going to take years if it's even possible. They'll have to remove the railroad tracks, remove thousands of tons of soil, and continuously check surface and groundwater for contamination. Outside scientists have called for rigorous testing for dioxins, but there is no dioxin testing being done at all. Instead, government officials there are telling everyone it's really no big deal and that people can safely return home, drink the water, and put this behind them. Despite the fact that a strong chemical smell still lingers in the air and domestic and wild animals are still dropping dead right in front of their eyes. So has the infrastructure of the United States become so fragile that it's now crumbling? Or is this, like so many other disasters we've seen over the past three years, being deliberately orchestrated? It appears our food supplies are being attacked. 150 food processing plants mysteriously burnt to to the ground over the past year. Millions of birds and animals deliberately killed. 
a huge increase in grocery costs, energy costs, and the cost of living in general. At the same time, massive amounts of farmland are being purchased by foreign interests. We're having direct attacks on traditional families, natural marriage, Christians, conservatives, gun owners, those who dare speak against the official narrative, and our military service members. This is what happens when a nation turns aside from Almighty God. God has simply given us what we begged for. No more God. So this is our nation without his hand of protection. The wicked rule the people mourn, yet still cling to their sin. Our American pastors need to repent and call for a national outcry to the Lord in humility, in sackcloth and ashes, begging his forgiveness for our pride, arrogance, hedonism, sexual immorality, and abuse of our children. Not to mention the prideful shedding of innocent blood. We have much to account for, much to repent of. God certainly can heal our land, but that's not going to happen as long as so-called good men continue to do nothing. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 388. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob. R-O-B at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.